Hello guys and welcome back to another week of Collective Consciousness readings. This one's actually a really big one because it is going to be paralleling the eclipse season that we're coming into. We are in a dark moon today. Um, we are also going to be dealing with some transitions with like the moon and what's going on with the astrology and everything that's leading up to these eclipses. We had a huge uh, event that actually happened in the world, which I'm sure most people are aware of where um, actually Leo King had predicted this. I don't know if any of you had any contact or research done with Leo King, but um, recently a really good friend of mine had actually turned me on to him and he was talking to, um, ooh, yes please. I have somebody coming on right now that is a really good friend of mine and I hope that I can get her to come on. So this will be fun. Hello. Oh. Hi. How are I you? Yeah. Like, girl, you be I didn't know that I was going to be on We're camera, talking but about it's astrology so good. Today, and I can't believe that you're, like, the outside and beautiful nature next to it. Is that a poinsettia? It's beautiful. Azalea, it's gorgeous. I think it's an azalea, but I'm not sure. Yes, I was just tuning in and then I got a chime I know, and I was dude, like, I'm going to chime this. This is so this crazy that you're on with it's me totally right now exciting because times I'm like, right now. so I do these weekly collective consciousness chats where I basically talk about like astrology and whatnot. Um, I put these on the podcast and then I announce to people like what's going on as far as the astrology, what's happening in world news, what I feel as like a collective reading. I have three decks in front of me that I'm actually going to pull from, but I wanted actually, it's so weird to talk to you because for those who will be watching this in the future, this is actually a really good friend of mine that I met in Sedona on accident. We ran into each other per, like, weren't we like at one of the like bars in town or something and I ran into you? We were were at um i oh, believe it was event. elise's ex, like expose painting and then we ran into each other at the, we went to dinner the art and event. we talked yeah. and then we like connected immediately because you have similar astrological placements to my mother so if you want to you're yep. welcome to yep. say like so who beautiful. you are and what you do and that you wrote a book and what it's about because i love having like people on like to explain their passions and everything so i'll let you yeah. do that for a moment Yeah, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity to join you and, and having your sisterhood and your friendship means so much to me. Um, so my name is Roxanne St. Marie. I brought a book called The Divine Volumes of Power, which allows you and teaches you techniques to access the divinity within you, whether it's the power of thought and rewiring your brain to better serve you and dealing with negative thought patterns and how to, to rewire your brain to better serve you with the positive and the divine light. Um, so that's what my book is about. And also just a couple of chapters is, you know, the power of gratitude, the power of kindness and, and how to, to navigate through the world and navigate through relationships, which I think is very important for all of us, especially in times like this. And, um, and, you know, especially with the feminine energy and how a lot of feminine energy and, and females in particular, you know, they're very cutthroat, but I think it's very important for us to become more and support of each other and allowing each other the space to grow and evolve 
uh, and share that camaraderie. So again, I, I thank you so very much for, curious for about you obviously know what's happening that. in um, mm -hmm. Israel. And I'm curious because you're so passionate about your belief. Um, what yeah. your feelings are pretty much not necessarily what's happening with the world over there, but like what you feel per you here, like how is that experience affecting you? What are you doing at home to kind of feel this out and go through this experience? Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it's because I have a daughter and she's a year and a half old and hearing about the atrocities that is happening, especially in relation to, you know, the Israel people and from Hamas, you know, it's very difficult for us to navigate because we're being told things specifically from, you know, the narrative of the public and from news. So it's, it's very difficult for us to discern exactly what's true and what's not true. However, going back to, you know, biblical books and, and going into this, this eclipse and also Friday the 13th, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it is definitely a death. We're, we're entering into the winter and, and things of going into that. So for me, it's, it's very, it's all biblical. Um, so it, yeah, it's, it's not easy to hear about what's happening with the children and with the families. Um, for me, you know, transitioning to my own personal life and making sure that in my daily prayers and affirmation is implementing and making sure to talk about, you know, bringing peace to the world and, and making that a part of the daily prayer is, is making sure that we kind of give light and love to all of those who are suffering in all parts of the world, not necessarily just what's happening in Israel, but, but even more focused in that part right there. So, but yeah, it has been difficult to navigate through that again because of the suffering and, and a lot of us light workers are really feeling that that pressure and that calling to make sure it's pretty to crazy, pray and, literally and that you're talking about this because it's suffering. weird also that we're talking because it was serendipitous. It was exactly like what I wanted because like the focus today is talking about the collective war. Like we're on multiple levels of wars. We're on a physical war, we're on a spiritual war, we're on a personal war. We're on a war with our relationships and our money sure. and the eclipse energy, which is going to end up being in Libra. Yep. It's going to be a, what they call the ring of fire. So it won't be a total eclipse, but it'll be 98%. And it's Friday the 13th tomorrow. All of these things are coming to a cataclysm. And it's like, what, what can we do for our, our sovereignty, our authenticity, our power, and how we're contributing that to us, not necessarily for everything else in the world. It's like, we have to hold space for other people and their experiences, but we have to maintain our own strengths here at home yeah. so that we're not pulled into, like you said, like there's all these narratives, there's all these yeah. propaganda. Yes. At one point, it seemed like people were watching the news and then they turned away from the news and they're like, oh, I reject the news. And now they're back to mainstream news because of what's happened. So it's almost like, can you be discerning with your own experience right. and for those people who are initially involved like immediately involved they have to play out their role in their experience and move through it and we have to support in our own energy like how can we make sure that we don't get pulled into our, a war a war that i feel like we're not even it has nothing to do with me i'm not islamic i'm not um, arab i'm not a part of those nations i'm not there that's not my my sovereignty my sovereignty yeah, my sovereignty is here as a practitioner in Sedona as a reader. Right. So how can I show up for people? Well, I wanted to go live and now I'm serendipitously talking to you. And I think this is pretty crazy because you're in Aries and it's North Node in Aries. 
this north node is affecting people with that strive and fire that flame of individuality and the independent self and i've kind of been watching your journey a little bit which i won't share obviously too much of what i've seen but just it's amazing to see how far everybody who has the aries libra signs are really developing, really moving through their power, having to stand up into something big. Like you said, you just had a baby and to become this mother, like you went from being the sacred maiden and now you're moving into sacred mother. So it's like seeing your power and how that's even being translated to other people who have similar experiences. I have so many clients that are going through this huge pull with everything happening around them rather than what they want in their own immediate world. And I feel like the survival that's most important right now is for us to focus on our worlds and how we can show up in our best form. Right, right. And I think that has been the internal struggle that I've had and I've had to catch myself with that is like, yeah, I don't want to bring the external suffering into my current experience when I already have my own things going on. And again, how to navigate through that. So for me, you know, right now looking for another job, trying to get my book republished again, trying to start my own coaching, doing my real estate license. Like there's just so many things, you know, and then also right now we're in Scottsdale trying to move back to Sedona. So there is a, a, so much that's happening within my own internal experience. And I have to remember to hold that space sacred and focus on my, what's really important, which is making sure that my family is taken care of and that my dreams are being you know set like looked after followed and, and keep going through the progression of making that happen so for me it's it's such a blessing to get on here and listen to this because there was a guilt you know for me is like yeah we have every we're so blessed we have everything we could possibly imagine and here i am trying to you know get more money and get another house in sedona and do xyz so for me it, it's such an affirmation for you to you know, tell me, you know, focusing on my own experience at this point and not letting anything else come in and give me some There's sort of just, guilt feeling for trying to do better man. for my I'm so like, I don't know everything that's happened with you, but I'm so proud of you. And like, I love seeing your experience like randomly as it comes through, whether it's through media or whatever, or if I get like a sense or a dream or whatever with you, it's, it's been an interesting thing to watch you grow. And I think it's like that parallel with everybody right now is that we're all trying to figure out what we're gonna do in our own country and how we're gonna keep making strides. And for you to be blessed, which is such an honor, um, the other people that may be watching this, if you're struggling and you feel like, oh, like I feel guilty, like she said, you don't need to feel guilty for what your experience is because you're building, growing, developing at the pace that you need to grow at. Right. Right, right, right. And then that, that guilt feeling in and of itself is a negative, it's a negative force that we don't need. Because if anything, that's contributing more to the negativity that's occurring in the world. So it's really important for us to hold our sacred space and be positive within our own daily experiences. That way it can again trickle and affect everyone else we come into contact with, or again, you know, holding space for those who are suffering. I totally believe in that and, and acknowledge people to do that. But again, not to feel guilty is super important. So I had to work through that the last couple of days and I, and I feel like I I'm in such a good place I wanted to right chat now. with you so about these I'm eclipses so because they're pretty really fascinating. Um, I was... Please, yes. I'm really excited Next to hear about eclipses, it because there's been so many, but this one is super April, important. Which will be the third final moment for our history in America. 
We have this one that's coming up on Saturday, which is the 14th, and that will be in Libra. And for those of you who are Libra and Aries, you will be the most affected. And if you have Cancer and Capricorn, you will be affected in a different caliber, but still the four cardinal signs will be most affected. If you are a mutable sign such as myself, which would be Gemini, Virgo, Pisces, and Sagittarius, we are getting affected on the front of our um, relationships. We're getting affected on the front of our um, like body and our health. And then for people who are fixed signs, um, that would be Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius. You guys are going through massive like letting go. You're purging. You're having to work through um, these emotional blocks, which your final eclipse is October 28th. So if you felt like your position in work wasn't doing well, if you felt like people were not working for you anymore, you had to purge a lot of friends and family and all that, it's coming to head at the end of this month. And so your preparation for those fixed signs, which is very important, is going to be like self-care, self-nourishment, eating well, making sure that you let those people go. If they're going to go, they're going to go and you can't do anything about it. So you have to let it just ride out. Um, don't take so much personal. Don't get into these combative arguments that are aggressive. That's going to be your test. For those of you like yourself, the Aries, the Libra, those cardinal signs, this eclipse is basically your wake-up call. What am I doing? How am I getting there? Do I want this? Do I not want this? Boom. So I feel like that's kind of your guys' overhead. And on a you know, galactic and on a scale of our like Earth that we're dealing with right now, there is a possibility of war there is a possibility of internal war in our own country there could be a third war that pops up uh, right now the focuses which is not about fear it's just awareness this is history there's no biases i'm just saying the war currently that is occurring on one front is in ukraine and the second front is now in israel they only need one more war to start a world war Hopefully we don't get there. Hopefully that doesn't come to head, but that's the plan is to get towards a world war. So the eclipse that's happening right now, yeah. the next three days are a huge test of right. resolve because Pluto is now going direct. So basically what that means is that our master teacher, the, the old man that sits wow. on his rock and watches us all be little children is now going to come into the picture and actually put down his foot which is why people are questioning their stance in their businesses. People are selling their stocks. People are changing their homes. Their relationships are coming to an end, like very aggressively, because basically the old man is saying, cool, I'll let you guys run it. You guys suck. Let me come in and build it and change it. And you can say what you want, but it's happening anyway. That's kind of what I feel this is building up to. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely know what you mean. And I feel that coming to a halt, too. And, and again, there's been so much preparation for this World War Three, And I think that essentially it's inevitable because history repeats itself over and over and over again. And, and I'm not just talking about recent history. I'm talking about all the way back. I mean, come on, there's been wars in Israel since the very beginning and inception of Israel. So this is not something that, you know, was unforeseen. Um, it's for me. Having China and Russia very much involved in it, and when the UN came in, and there was, you know, Haiti was silent as far as what's going on in Israel, and you can see that the sides have already been drawn in Korea, and and also in China, and also in Russia, and those are the big the big players, and then you have us against all of them. So, 
yeah, I see it coming. I've actually had a dream, a very, very prophetic dream about maybe 10 years ago that I was in this big, beautiful field and I was sitting on it on a chair, sitting at a table with a couple of other people. And then the sun was going down and all of a sudden there was planes that were coming overhead and all of a sudden like parachuting down. And there were all kinds of Chinamen here in the United States that had just dropped down onto our soil. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I've seen it. I, I know that it's coming when I don't know, but I've had so many prophetic dreams. And, and these are even before I had any inclination that this was going to be happening. I was having these dreams, especially with the blood moons and the falling stars and, and you know, the trumpet sounding. So I had to look it up. I'm like, why? What are these falling stars? this trumpet shook the blood in my body when I was dreaming and I felt it. And my daughter was seven years old at the time in my dream. And this is, this was probably 12 years ago, but I had a little girl sitting next like to me chills. and she was about <laughs> seven years old. Yeah. And that would, and that to me, I get goosebumps. Yeah, I get goosebumps every time because I literally had no idea, but we were driving and, and all of a sudden I see the blood moon and I see, the stars start falling to the sky and this big trumpet go boom, boom, and it shook the earth and it shook my body. And so I woke up and I was like, what? And I looked it up, falling stars, trumpet, and took me right to the book of Revelation. And, and I, I was like, wow, like, I can't, like really can't make that up, dude. It's like to know, so, like, Roxanne is very, very embedded <laughs> in her course and her faith. That is, like, her practice. And I'm coming in from a very non-faith, very spiritual, very different perspective, and I'm very here for it. So whenever I yeah. do the podcast, the motion is that this is all very yeah. important. If yeah, your faith and your power and your magic is in something and you're having dreams about it, which is what I talked about in other uh, episodes before, if you guys want to go back to my Claire episode, basically when you're dealing with some kind of strong connection to your passion, your magic, your faith, which in Roxanne's case is of course towards revelation, boom, your information comes in that way. For me, it's more through like the galactic, like I go through the alien stuff. I've been having dreams nonstop about space. I've been having dreams nonstop about weird, like things showing up in the sky. Like they look like projections, but they look like they could be real, but they're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Mm. Yeah, AI is coming in with that too, you know. So faith, there's like a lot of things not that are in the face of like with a, those projections like God or anything coming coming here. Yeah. Because my my fear is that people who are in their faith are going to blind faithfully follow something that's going to show up after we have this cataclysmic event happen, or maybe it's like some kind of Earth shift or like you know something where a big thing happens that we all know about, and then all of a sudden some big savior is going to come in. I feel like that is not like they say isn't there something in the bible right. that says there will be a false god that shows up first of course yeah and you know it, it's mm -hmm. very interesting because for me i'm very much into the occult um you know so my kind of my way is like yeah i was raised i'm i'm very christian catholic mystic like the is the way that i like to <laughs> see it as like a magician christian um, but what do you, yeah, exactly. The Magi, um, you know, and being a, a daughter of the sacred blue rose. So for me, what you're talking about is very biblical when it talks about how the world war comes and then you have this savior, which of course is called the antichrist. Okay. Um, so they're all going to say, you know, we're all going to get the mark of the beast. Everything's going to be great. 
But for me, what really shook me was when I saw this concert that was taking place and some sort of like, I think it was like at an NFL arena. And they literally put this big giant, um, you know, AI artificial projection and he's there and he's huge. And then all of a sudden he shoots up to the sky and goes through these bellows of clouds and everybody is in awe, like, oh my God. Mm. And that's, that's the falsy, that's the fake, right? So we know the difference. We're able to concern. Some people aren't though. Some people can't tell the difference because they're not spiritually aligned. They're not connected to the earth, to the stars, to the water. Mm -hmm. So they don't know what's real, what's tangible because they're so convoluted with all this other stuff that's taking place. But it's very important that we stay in the spiritual realm and the metaphysical realm and also making sure that we're in alignment with the stars and knowing our astrological signs and our moods and all of these things. And that helps us grow. It helps us develop spiritually and physically. So, but yeah, dude, it's totally sad. It's all coming in and it's crazy to watch. I'm really, I hate to say this, but I'm really excited to see what happens within the next seven years. Really excited. No, I know, me too. I just want to be in Sedona. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um, (laughs) Sedona's going through its own major spiritual war. I mean, it's crazy here. Um, Every time, every time I drive in here now, every time without fail, I get a pit in my stomach, but I also feel like this fire too. So it's not like it's just bad. Like I feel flamed and like my magic's coming in and like I could be in my sacred practice, but I feel this shadow, you know what I mean? Like this shadow that's kind of overheading everything so it's like i've been noticing Mm -hmm. i stopped going to hangouts i stopped being friends with some of the people that i really admired because they just started to slip into something different and then they like were either attacking towards me or whatever it doesn't matter i just decided i'm not in alignment so yeah i gotta switch and like the like ghost aspect like bringing in the the spiritual realm there has been a incline like a huge incline of like ghosts and activity and some like i don't know movement things that you can't see but you can feel like this weird like intense movement like almost like when the veil does drop on october 31st it's gonna be the thinnest it's ever been in our lifetime and when you think about how thin that is what could happen during then because that's right after an eclipse the eclipse is on the 28th that's two days that there's prep. So the 29th and 30th, and then the 31st, we have our blast of the veil. I've been seeing auras more clearly, like even through the phone, I could see your aura, I could see my aura, which I don't always see. Um, But it's only in Sedona that it's so intensified that I could see it so crystal. So it's like there's an amplification, like they're prepping for something with human energy or something like that in this field, because we, I mean, it's on top of crystals, so it's pretty obvious that they could do that. Like it's amplification, but yeah. the shadow here, and I know you've experienced yeah. it. We've gone through the similar contacts, yeah. similar issues with people not being in alignment, but it's weird because like we were talking about how Lise had her gala and whatever, um, those people had come into my field through other friends and it wasn't in a positive way. It was in a very accusatory judgmental way. And I didn't even think about them. I didn't care about them. They were away from my field for so long. And then they just started to slip back. And I was thinking like, why is stuff coming up from the past that doesn't matter? That was a falsehood anyway. That's a conversation of why you don't like me when it wasn't true to begin with. So that's what I'm saying. Sure, sure. 
Yep. Yep. Nope. I totally, and you know, it's so funny that we're talking about auras and, and spiritual things because the other night or actually the other day I went to put Ooh. the baby down to sleep and we were napping and all of a sudden the light switch turned on and I thought, wow, that's interesting because that's never happened here at this house before. I've, I've seen some amazing things in my life in the spiritual realm, but for me, usually I would get that feeling in my stomach, you know, like, oh, danger. Yeah. But it really, I mm -hmm. felt this beautiful angelic spirit and I was really calm. And I was like, hmm, that's so interesting. And I was sleeping by myself because my husband, Curtis, was, you know, visiting New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't like sleeping by myself in the house and I don't like shadows. That's one thing for me is I have a really hard time with darkness and shadows in my room at night or even being outside. It's very weird for me. Um, because that veil is so thin for me that I can see things in the shadow. Um, so, so for mm -hmm. me, I just literally was like, I'm strong. I'm stronger than you. Whatever is not supposed to be here, you need to leave. And I felt it leave. This was completely different. This was at nighttime. But again, having that, that awareness is so important. And being able to really just do that with your affirmations of like, I am strong. I am strong. You have no power here. Those types of things are going to be really important, especially moving into October 31st of making sure, because there's a lot of things that are trying to attach, especially to beings of light right now. So we want to make sure that we have that power to be like, no, cut it out. And that even goes with people because spirits attach to people. Yeah. It's not that the person hates you. It's that whatever entity that that is feeding off of that person is trying to attack yeah. you. And that's, that's very much, you know, the similar situations of what happened with me and my friends in Sedona is that the jealousy and the hatred became so overwhelming that it, it literally, like, I was removed from that entire situation. Yeah. Removed. Yeah. Just removed. And maybe it wasn't that it was for me being willing to do that or, you know, obviously it was happening for a reason, but angels made it that yeah. way. And that's just, it's beautiful and keeping it in that grace. But what I'm really interested about is if you can help me with this, because I feel like I'm in such a transitional period right now mm -hmm. in my life, as far as with my career and my career path, I'm wondering what you see, because you, me and you have been friends. We've talked about it, you know, and having our own healing centers and our own stores in Sedona and all of that is great. I'm hoping that it allows, and Sedona, Lady Sedona, allows that space for us to come in and do that and fulfill that purpose. But I'm wondering, as, as an insight, if you can give me, what do you think would be the best path for me in my career? So, so according to your sign placements, and I won't mention your rising or moon, but according to what I understand with your placements, you're supposed to be in a holistic wellness field as a leader in a capacity that is organizing some kind of like, you know, construction or people like uh, a project, a focus, uh, group sessions, trainings, you know, things like that. Like you're supposed to do those types of things. Um, the challenge for you, which I don't know what other placements are, which we could talk about um, personally, because I could go into more detail, but yeah. the big big one is definitely holistic wellness, teaching, coaching, leading. It's leadership in a position where you can stand into your power with groups, 
possibly through experiences, possibly through get-togethers, gatherings. And it's funny that you're in Scottsdale. I didn't tell you this, but I moved down to Phoenix um, just a week ago. And I was told that I'm going to be doing events, circles, and things in Scottsdale, in Cape Creek, in Northern Phoenix. So what if, yes, Sedona will happen, what if we did circle ceremony sessions in Northern Phoenix in specific locations, guiding people towards the modalities and teachings that you want to do? Because I have friends and contacts in different areas down there that want to do something, but they need people to come in. Ergo, there you are. Maybe you're supposed to be a leader in that capacity with women, especially. Oh, yeah. And I want to end up working with like men, myself and young children but something like that like i feel like you're supposed to do something in that modality but you're going to be a leader and you don't necessarily need help like not necessarily even from me or anybody else so like if you had your own platform or stage to do something i think that that's in your forte does that make sense yeah absolutely and i've been building out my website um for the divine volumes of power and the house of the saints is, is i really want to do like online coaching and helping people work through the negative energies and being able to to harness all the positivity in their life and, and relationships and careers. I think it's really important and also channeling. Um, for me, I really do channel the archangels and I've always had a very, very close relationship with them. And then also, you know, taking them to different like spots and locations that do have those modalities and those ley lines that we were discussing. I mean, there's a wonderful hike here that literally, as soon as you get on the land, there's these giant rose quartz crystals everywhere. And I think just having that, <clears throat> having that space to be able to kind of get back into the roots of, of healing and what needs to be done for certain people is something that I'm really, really called to. And also, you know, doing prayer and music is just a beautiful thing. I think it really does open up your heart and your mind and you're able to voice things differently. So thank you for that. I'm, I'm definitely on that track and then I get hit with got to get my real estate license. <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah, I want to be able to focus, you know, I, I know I could do both, but I want to really kind of streamline because I'm moving away from my legal career because I've been doing, um, you know, legal practice in law for the last 15 years. So yeah. I want to move into something that's more holistic. And my husband is very much in holistic, you know, health. Um, and he's a very spiritual person too. So I think us coming together in that regard would be great for the family. It would be interesting to see if I could even connect you with some of the people in town that are on the caliber of what you're trying to focus in on because the thing is that the struggle is is finding the space because like I said there's a spiritual war going on so even for people who are listening to this that are spiritual teachers that are like yeah I need to find the people in the space well we're all in the same boat we're trying to find the people in the space and there's not a lot of people to be honest that are in alignment that are like let me just make a quick clarity with that right like it's not that we like I don't think I'm better than anybody I'm just making it very clear that I'm in integrity as who I am like I will own my mistakes I cuss yeah. Yeah. I'm not religious um right. well, I'm sassy well, I cuss I cuss and I'm still kind of religious yeah. but yeah dude, I mean, being, being your true authentic self and not feeling apologetic for it yeah. is what's most important and I think that's another really great teaching thing to do is to be authentically you and yeah. what stops us from being authentically ourselves is from a moment in time in the past, we were judged. Yeah. And then that made us have a type three belief systems of where, oh my God, I can't sing anymore because like, my voice sucks. Yeah. And then they take away your power and you're yeah. unable to authentically be yourself. And then you'll always have this 
oh, you know, type of attitude when you go into anywhere. So it's kind of working through all of that. Yeah. So I think that it's going to come to pass. It's being accumulated. Um, we'll connect more so that we can maybe look together because I've literally come back down from Sedona tonight to go home. But the point of the bringing this together and it's like I said, this was serendipitous. Like Roxanne just said hello. She came on. Here we are. We're talking about big topics. This is exactly what I wanted before the eclipses, before Friday the 13th. It's this like hello spiritual like saying hello <laughs> like actually being like cool this stuff is happening you get to see who's in alignment with you you get to share this knowledge you get to say like where your stance is and stand up for your beliefs you have people on here like the oracle of avalon who's a really good friend of mine um we've had crazy talks about amazing things his partner is an amazing practitioner in the galactic there's a lot of crazy powerful people that we're all coming together it's gonna happen but we have to be strong and ready for it. Right. So like you said, real estate license, cool, go for it. Also hone in your craft, hone your magic, hone yeah. your mastery, hone yeah. your faith. Um, yeah. You know, what's interesting too, is that we're getting into this cancel culture where people are like doing the witch trials all over again with like belief systems and faith and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's nobody's business what your faith or your stance or your sexuality or whatever is, of unless course, you make yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like it's very important that we share like in this compassion with each other. Like, not that I don't disagree with anything that Roxanne's saying and that I believe it or don't believe it doesn't matter. I right. respect her. I love yeah. her soul. And we're talking on a level that's a higher like compassion. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't think that, again, whether it's Christianity on this Plane, or it's, you know, having the Galactic Federation on this plane, or it's going here and practicing, you know, whatever type of light work that you do. Um, for me, it's, it's all love. And it comes with the energy and the soul of the being of what do you want to do in the world is you want to spread love and light and healing. And that's what makes the difference. That's what defines the human being. It's not about what you believe. It's literally about what you gravitate to because there's so many different types of belief systems that we all have. But again, what do you gravitate to? You, it's the yin and the yang. It's the light or the dark. Do you want to spread fear and hurt people and jealous and, and be ugly? Or do you want to spread love, joy, and again, healing energy? So that's the difference. So I thought it was cool, like while she was talking, I was pulling from a, a deck. So I actually pulled from, I have the Wisdom of Avalon Oracle deck. It's a great deck. Um, this is actually by Colette Baron reed So I, I pick from her decks a lot, not on purpose. I just, she's got a lot of good decks. Hey, I love the Mist of Avalon, honey. I'm all about King Arthur and Guinevere, so. And it's funny too, because like I said, Oracle of Avalon, my friend is on here as well, and he's very connected with um, Avalon. So it's funny, yes. we're all kinship in yep. our- yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. My best friend growing up, we joke about it all the time is her name is Morgane. So yeah, we, we always say we're from Mists of Avalon in a past life, but. He's <laughs> like listening in at work. Perfect. Hello. So on in that deck, what I actually pulled from the wisdom of Avalon, like while she was talking was the dragon. So if you see dragon, dragon is connected to the angelic realm, which is crazy. They are higher dimensional beings. They transcended the physical plane because they were being hunted down and killed and they moved their energy systems up to the angelic plane. So what the dragon represents in this particular deck is power and strength. 
And it's funny because the second deck that I pulled out that I already have on the table is the Dragon Oracle deck. So oh. it's convenient, but powerful. The Dragon Oracle deck is by uh, Diana Cooper, for those of you who are interested in these decks. And for the collective consciousness at this time, we're going to actually pull a card for everyone. This is going to be in the highest good of all involved past, present, and future watching this video. And thank you so much for um, divining in Roxanne and having that sacred perspective. We are calling in a card to represent what most everybody needs to know on the collective level, please. And this is going to be from our sacred dragon masters. Okay. Magenta dragon. Nice. So... Mm -hmm. The magenta dragon is this amazing flame dragon. It is got all these beautiful colors. Um, it embodies the uh, representation of enabling you to bring forward your soul wisdom, which is what you were just saying. <laughs> bring yeah. forward your soul wisdom. Tired of being in the matrix. <laughs> Me too, man. I don't want to be here. Like, well, I do want to be here. I signed up for it, but I don't want to do this. So it literally says, awaken your soul memories and higher spiritual understanding and prepare for accelerated ascension. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. That's a good one. Awesome. Um, and that's for, that's just for the collective too, you know, for everyone. But yeah, that's beautiful. Mm. look at you meditate so nice it's beautiful there i'm like up in sedona too it's probably beautiful outside but i'm in this room right now i'm gonna go outside after i do this live but i wanted to basically come on here and talk about the eclipses for everybody so that they understand where we're going because it's big it's not fear i'm not trying to instill or create fear i'm trying to instill knowledge power and love right. and i want people to be aware of like what could happen because we're on a timeline where they're i don't know who they is i'm sorry i can't tell you but there is somebody involved with pushing our energy towards this disruption this like again there's sides why is there have to be sides between the like the israeli and the hassam like it's it's sad to say like why are we at that point where we have to take sides why are we at that point where we're creating war pain suffering trauma still did we not learn from thousands and thousands and thousands of years of war and problems and when you look at me, yes, I look white, but let me tell you right now, I am a fourth Mexican. I have Chinese in me. I have Native American in me. I am Italian, German, French, Greek. You tell me what I am. I got a mutt, right? Right. I embody the world and I embody the belief systems of respect for each culture. And I love people for who they are when they're a person in front of me. But if your faith comes in or your belief or values or systems or sexuality comes in to disrupt another person when it should not be involved at all because it's yours, not theirs, right. then I'm thinking like, why are we still at this point? Why are we telling people that they can't believe what they can when we have free will that was given to us by your gods that you all believe in? your gods told us we had free will and almost every i feel like even like old quran like the oh, yeah. gods that are there they say that you have freedom of will so why are we not having this freedom of will being instilled across the board for every culture there's um one more deck i'm going to pull from so that while we're talking that i have all three cards in front of me this is by the black moon astrology deck 
The Black Moon Astrology is by Susan Shepard. And I feel like because we're in a dark moon, literally right now, which goes into the new moon that's coming in later tonight, dark moon is the preparation of the new moon. I want to use the Black Moon Astrology deck. So again, for the collective consciousness, for all who need to know what in the highest good most we need to know now at this time, through this live, right before our eclipses, what would you like to share with us? I got three. I wasn't trying to grab three, but that's what just happened. <laughs> and wow, did I get three. This is crazy because this is what Leo King was talking about, which is kind of like, oh, yeah, duh. That's probably because it's what needs to be told by everybody. So um, we got 33, the ninth house, which is faith. So ninth house is ruled by Sagittarius, which is the world. That is world knowledge. That could be your faith. That could be like, if you like, say you go to church and there's like a preacher the preacher would be the ninth house because they're telling you the knowledge the people that run the library the librarian that is ninth house energy so it's 33 33 is a sacred number by the freemasons for those of you that are curious about the freemasons you can look it up on your own time but they regarded 33 as their sacred number jesus's number when he passed was at age 33 um the divine teacher master role in spirituality is the number 33 so this is where we're at, ninth house 33. It's a palm with a planchette and a Ouija board. Moving on to the next card, seventh house partners, which has, I believe that's Aphrodite and her partner, which I don't remember which one this guy is, but this is Greek mythology here. I'll show you the picture. This is seventh house partners. Um, it's interesting because it's 31, which is four. Four in Japanese culture represents the number of death and transition. It's like endings coming to climax and then moving into the next stage of ascension. Um, as I talked about earlier in the video, the seventh house with partners coming up, there will be a lot of breakups. And sometimes people that you don't expect, like even in friendships, I was not expecting to lose one of my best friends recently. Like she just out and that really took a toll on me i love her i think about her every day and i respect her decision but it makes me sad you do not expect it there will be falling outs and next we have is mars which is the card of war but it says here five and force so five is the number of change um inevitably we have change uranus is the sign of change and uranus is now um dealing with pluto and dealing with our eclipse uranus is directly being affected by our eclipse which if you don't know what uranus represents it's chaos so it's like change that you don't even know is going to happen unpredictable it's just things that just happen and then you have to roll through it so it's interesting that mars is showing up with force because being that it's aries north node aries is the sign of mars that is our movement forward that's our what do you say it's like our um like our uh, impact, it's like the uh, the one that sets you in motion. You know what I mean? Like whatever that word is. Mm -hmm. Like a force. we are being like what was it? A force, right? Yeah. So the force is setting us in motion. So it's like you need to really be in alignment with yourself to discern who around you is in what the magenta dragon represents, which is preparing for accelerated ascension. So if we're in ascension, obviously the people who are ready for ascension, whether they agree or disagree, we will be going in the same direction eventually. Interesting. Ooh. 
Any comments? Catalyst. <laughs> a good one. The catalyst. Yes. yes. That's it. It's the catalyst. This eclipse is the catalyst for the U.S., for the world governments, for individuals, and for spirituality. Boom. Love it. Ooh, like I said, it's really exciting. <laughs> I know. It's going to be pretty nasty and crazy and bloody. I hope it doesn't, but it's going to be crazy. Yeah. But it's like, I think we're ready for this, whatever's coming. Yep. Yep. No, I totally agree. And I, and I don't mean it as an excitement of like, you know, oh yeah, blood and guts. I mean it like as an excitement of that there is going to be some site that some type of amazing dramatic shift of whatever that is. And then what happens after that? So I'm really excited to see what's going to be taking place in the next seven years. Me too. Yeah. And I feel like having our beautiful, you know, sacred space. And I know Sedona, for me, it's being able to just shut out and close off the world, close off the roads and lock ourselves into our own beautiful. For me, we've talked about this before in the past. Sedona for me is the new Atlantis. And I feel like it's a very serious place to call in all of the goddesses, especially from, you know, again, going in through the Isis temples worship and the ancient Egypt. Yeah. Which is what me and you talk a lot about. And I think that sisterhood and that calling the true Isis sisterhood, because there's a lot of people that wish they were that, but they're not. And again, that's because we're leading with love. And that's the difference is the love and the acceptance and the encouragement of each other. And yeah, we make mistakes, but I still love you. And yeah, what can I do to make it better? Because I'm here and I'm willing to do that work to figure out what I can do to be a better person. That's what makes you a true goddess of the light and a true goddess of love, non-judgment and acceptance and grace. Grace is so important. But I wanted to show you too, before I let you go, I'm gonna, this is a huge backyard with this amazing oh. fire pit here. Mm -hmm. So if you wanna, you know, have any kind of like gatherings or anything this is a totally beautiful space we can do here so keep that in Done. mind yeah <laughs> i mean make you say it, it. i'm gonna make it happen tomorrow <laughs> yes please i'm ready i'm totally ready so well then yeah, i guess the baby goes to sleep at six o'clock or five thirty. so it's for a free game after that perfect yeah okay cool so then i guess like i've been trying to call in for weeks now as you guys may have been watching in the videos this is coming um be prepared for what area energetically you guys are going to be in some people are going to be in the military front some people are going to be mothers some people are going to be worker workers some people are going to be fathers and some people are going to be in the spiritual forefront right. so we're all kind of being placed where we're going to go for whatever's coming be in your highest power trust in your things deal with you get fit get healthy get strong and get knowledge like those are your things you know that's like what i would recommend right now is call in your power focus on it get it done yeah just sitting still getting off your phone driving into spirit listening to the wind she talks to you listening to the sun he talks to you with the sunbeams and the sunlight and getting all of that beautiful natural exposure because that's what's going to last and that's what always lasts is mother nature is always going to be here no matter what so it's a rebirth and that's the exciting part of it the last two cards that I'll send you guys off with is kind of funny because they were falling out, but it's burden and perception. So mm -hmm. do not trust what you think you're being told or what you see, the burden of perception. 
be sure that you're listening to your gut and you're asking questions. Never stop asking questions. Never stop asking what the narrative is and what people are telling you and do your research because this is going to be massively important, although they're trying to block uh, social media and whatnot because of what's happening in Israel. My suggestion is please don't block your Instagram and everything. Like you need to look at your information from everywhere, all four fronts. Yeah, be open. And then discern it. Yep. Yeah, beautiful words of wisdom. Yes. Cool. Well, thank you guys thank you roxanne oh, i can't believe that this happened <laughs> i love it i love it so and, thankful dude it was a very exciting day today i woke up and i said today is the day i've been saying that every for the last seven days <laughs> today's the day so i'm just calling in the magic and i love that you're you're doing this i'm so proud of you and the work that you're doing and you're such you're just such a dream come true and a breath of fresh air and, and i've been watching you for so long and i'm honestly like a huge support and and a fan totally a fan of you not scared to admit it i'm totally a fan of you and in awe of you and, and how you've stuck on your path and i admire that about you so keep it beautiful inside and out bye you guys bye love, love you. see you guys later talk to you soon bye